0: What's up, nerds? ESPN plus the ESPN. But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon.
1: You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what
2: an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop!
0: Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. The <laughs> 8-9,
2: the game. <laughs>
0: And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup
2: with Travis Sparks. Cleveland? Cleveland rocks? No. Not as far as I'm concerned. Cleveland sucks. And Eric Fry. In the brain good times, come on, the bear finally fired Mad Nagy. It's the
0: starting lineup on 98.9 The Game.
2: Men. Welcome to another edition of the Starting Lineup, we're here on 98.9 the Game ESPN Radio, we're back, hopefully everyone had a happy Thanksgiving out of there, what's happening to you here on this Friday, this is a good Friday, maybe you already been out and about, maybe you Black Friday shopping or whatnot, good on you Uh, Not (laughs) me. um, No, not mm -hmm. me at all either. I did that once and never again. Same. Never again. So uh, we are here until the uh, noon hour here on ESPN Radio. And uh, coming up for you, we got a couple of uh, days to uh, talk about, a couple of uh, things to get to in the way of local sports. We'll talk about uh, the action that happened uh, the other night, and uh, then we'll get you set for what's happening uh, tonight and uh, this weekend as uh, Turkey Turn. Tournaments are wrapping up all across the area, and we'll also take a look at those uh, football championships that are going on in uh, Champagne this weekend, as well for the uh state champions being mm-hmm. crowned. Already one in action, one a already off and running here, and I believe that game started at 10 a.m. It's already at halftime. Uh, right now and we'll take a look at that as well as the other matchups including St. T coming up here in just a little bit in the afternoon uh, we'll also take a look at those NFL uh, slate of uh, games that happened on a uh, Turkey Day yesterday and we'll also uh, talk about some college football and we got Illinois Athletics to talk about as well we got Illinois basketball tonight and we got Illinois football tomorrow regular season finale with Northwestern the Land of Lincoln Trophy is on the line yes. tomorrow Afternoon and well, still uh, an outside uh, shot, uh, a little bit on the well, west. Still. And we'll
1: know by the end of today,
2: right? Yeah, because Iowa plays today. Iowa plays
1: tonight. They play Nebraska tonight, mm-hmm. so and it all
2: depends on Iowa. Uh,
1: yep, and <laughs> then if Iowa loses tonight, then and we got to help Purdue lose. Purdue,
2: right? Yeah. So. But still, there's still an outside shot. So you're saying there's a chance. you got to have Iowa in Purdue. this crazy
1: world of college football, yeah, you're saying take a there's loss. a chance.
2: There's still a chance that Illinois football could back into I've the West. I've never
1: been a bigger Nebraska fan than I am tonight. I know,
2: right? <laughs> so I've we'll never see. been a
1: bigger Indiana fan than
2: I will be tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, So we'll take a look at uh, that and the rest of the college football uh, slate uh, coming up here in a little bit. But uh, thanks for joining us here on uh, this uh, Friday, November. Uh, 25th and maybe you're uh, still feeling the effects from uh, the uh, Thanksgiving uh, dinner in the uh, in the afternoon or at night depending on uh, when your family got together uh, there but we're here to help you through it and we're he- here to help you talk in some uh, local sports so uh, we need to uh, jump right into it because we got a few things to uh, get to here today on this Friday so let's go ahead and let's jump right into it and let's get off with First Things First. Before we get into the show First things first, and we're starting off in high school uh, basketball. We're starting high school girls uh, basketball as the game uh, that happened uh, the other night between Altamont and uh, Newton on a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. And uh, we uh, kind of uh, joked with Coach Lurkins at the end of the game on uh, the post game, but Altamont led in zero yes. minutes, zero seconds of this one, but they ended up winning winning the game 50 to 49 thanks to a couple of Grace Nelson free throws there at the very end with no time on the clock and it was just her shooting free throws in the lane and as she made them both and Altamont pulled out of the win against Newton on a Wednesday night. And also, uh, Grace Nelson became the all time leading scorer in girls' basketball there at Altamont High School. So, a big congratulations there to uh, Grace and also the uh, player of the game because she mm-hmm. made the two free throws to give Altamont girls the win.
1: Travis, there is at least a good five stories we could go with sure. this game. Sure. So, I'll let you know we where do you want to start with? Because. <laughs> There, You could take this game in so many different
2: angles. Right, yeah. I, I just want to start with the fact that they didn't lead at all in the course of the game, but they still yeah. ended up pulling out the win.
1: Newton played better than Altamont did on Wednesday night. Yeah, Newton had an answer. We talked about it during the broadcast. It was a Newton-Eagles-style basketball game. Mm-hmm. They weren't allowing Altamont to run up and down the floor in transition, which is what we know Altamont's really good at.
2: Mm-hmm. Altamont
1: still forced the turnovers. Yeah. But they couldn't get the transition game going. Newton was back yeah. very far. And they out-rebounded Altamont yeah, rebounded crazily sure. that prevented a lot of Altamont's second-chance opportunities. And it also mm-hmm. gave Newton a lot of second-chance opportunities with the offensive rebounds they had. So, to me, Newton played to win that game uh, on Wednesday. And and the, the way it ended... it. To me, being a Newton alum, Travis sure. was a little heartbreaking. Yeah, the way it ended, and we'll talk more mm-hmm. about that coming up in a little bit.
2: Yeah, you know, speaking to the the rebound advantage, you know, sometimes it's uh, with the height advantage, but yep. I mean, really, the only one that really was doing a ton of damage oh, that had a little bit of height. On the, the Altamont girls was uh, Kessler. Yep. She's a six-foot uh, junior. And she had 16 rebounds. Yeah. So, I mean,
1: it paid off. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she was in foul trouble for that entire second quarter. Didn't play in the yeah. entire second quarter. So what would her numbers have been sure. if she played? So, Yeah. Um, but, yeah, to me, Altamont, you shoot 9% from three and you shoot 33% from the floor, you probably
2: shouldn't win a game. Right, and that's how it's been, really, for the first it three has. or four they games They still have here. not
1: found that groove.
2: Hmm. Yeah, and I think that's also a little encouraging as well is that they haven't found their groove yet, but yet they are still, you know, 4-0, and and they're still finding ways to win, and they're stacking on the wins now, but they're only going to get better as the season goes on.
1: It's encouraging that you're winning, I'll give you that, but at the same time, It's not like they lost their leading scorer. It's not like they had a senior who left. This is the same core group. You add in a couple pieces as freshmen, but this Mm -hmm. is the same core group that you had last year. It shouldn't take you five games (laughs) to find your groove. I know. To me, that's where the concerning part is. And we saw a little bit of frustration in that game in Newton Mm -hmm. from both the players and the coaching staff for Altamont. It was
2: a trying game. Like I said, Mm-hmm. Newton played better than Altamont did on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, they definitely uh, played well enough uh, to win, uh, but Altamont uh, just uh, continues uh, to uh, find another way, and uh, they uh, found a way to uh, get the win. And then uh, also the story of the game was uh, Grace Nelson mm-hmm. coming in. She needed 19 points to become <gasps> the all-time uh, girls basketball leader and uh, breaking uh, Peggy Beaker's record. Yes. She's the one who – uh, held that uh, distinction. Of course, the former AD there, now the principal there at Altamont High School. And uh, Nelson ended up with the uh, 21 uh, points, and she got that uh, free throw mm-hmm. there uh, to get over the 19-point the mark there, including the, the final two points uh, there to become the all-time leader in girls' basketball there. But she only had two at the half. Right, yeah. I was she say. only had two at the yep. half. Mm-hmm. She was not
1: making the shots you would expect her to make. Mm -hmm. We talked about it on the broadcast. I think part of that was just wanting to get it over with. Yeah. And trying so hard to get to that number Mm -hmm. as fast as you could to move on. Mm -hmm. And I think it kind of started mounting up, not just with her, but the whole team. They all just started feeling that pressure because we know this, this Altamont offense runs through Grace Nelson. Mm -hmm. When she's performing well, the team performs well. Yep. Two points in the first half is not a whole lot to hang your hat on. Now, luckily, other players stepped up and helped Altamont Mm. so that they weren't down a ton at the half. Um, You know, it was only 22-20 to at the half. Right. So, but again, you know, that's kind of the thing to where you, you look at it and go, again, Altamont should shouldn't have been in this game Mm -hmm. the way that their players were playing, specifically Grace in that first half. She turned it on the second half. She got to the free throw line more. She got Those free throws to fall, including the record-breaking one, and then those two Mm.
2: at the very end of the game with all the pressure on her. Yeah, Uh, two Osteens stepped up, uh, particularly in that second quarter. Uh, Peyton Osteen, she had 8 over 10 points in the second quarter alone. And then uh, Kylie Osteen uh, was uh, shooting it well, and uh, she had uh, 9 points. Uh, there and uh, so those two are really really picked up the slack and Claire in the Bame as well. Cla- yeah, Claire Bame Claire. had six
1: points as well. She uh, from the line. Yep, and she kind of stepped in at times when they they needed her mm, too. But yeah. you look at Altamont quarter wise, Travis, and it's weird five fifteen eight twenty two. Yeah, no consistency. <laughs> At all the only yeah, good right thing right. you had if you're Altamont is that Newt, uh, Newton had quarters of 9138
2: and 15. Mm-hmm. So right. Yep, so uh now uh, that that's uh, out of the way, uh, still got a little bit of work left to be done mm-hmm. to become the uh, All-time school record holder for both the boys and the girls, Uh, but uh, Grace only a junior, so we got a little bit of time to uh, let that happen. And uh, I mean, it's not a matter of if or or if it's gonna happen; it's when it's gonna happen. Um, and Altamont is uh, back in action uh, this afternoon, actually, and we'll have that for you over on uh, Jack FM, and it's between the FEM Hearts, mm-hmm. and Altamont's 2-0 in this Bob Kearns tournament, FEM's 2-0 in uh, the uh, tournament, so this is uh, the championship game today.
1: It is. It's a very important game. You hope Altamont shows up and ready to play. Mm-hmm. Um, as we know they're capable of, they're still looking to find that game, and if they do if they play like they did on Wednesday, Travis, they're going to have problems with the FGM Hearts. All right. Now, to wrap things up here, mm-hmm. because I wasn't going to not do the show without talking about it. I want to talk about that final play. <laughs> 0.8 seconds left. Altamont's inbounding it underneath the basket. They mm-hmm. lob it up there. Grace catches it, throws it up, and the officials call a foul. Yeah. You, I'm sorry. You cannot call a foul in that moment. Both teams, unless someone's getting knocked down to the ground and it is a blatant foul, with right. both teams in the double bonus, which meant no matter what the foul is on, whether Grace was shooting or not, mm-hmm. she's going to shoot free throws or whoever would have caught the ball on either right. side That's of the great. coin. You can't make that call there in a one point game. Mm. It's definitely a tough
2: call for sure.
1: I'm saying it right now. You can't <laughs> make that call there. But a
2: foul's a foul. No matter the the time of the game, a foul's a foul.
1: No. Not if it's something that is absolutely undisputable, that yes, that is a foul, without a doubt, then I agree. What we had Wednesday was not that. (laughs) Not that. Because she put the shot up, the it was short, the buzzer rang, Newton celebrated, and then they whistled. There was time.
2: I don't know if there was time in between or not. I'd have to go back and look at the. There the tape. was
1: time. I'm telling you.
2: <laughs> you're telling me. it, was a, right, it, was, it, it wasn't. Still.
1: It wasn't like it was minutes, but there sure. was a beat. Mm. There was a beat before the whistle blew, mm. because we both said it was over. We said that the game was over, and then we're both like, "No, there's a foul."
2: That's a
1: foul. Right. I do remember. So, if you're gonna know. make that call, you have to make it immediately. You can't wait. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Right. And maybe that's, again, Newton alum. I'll say it. Sure. But I don't care if it was Timbuktu and, you know, Saskatchewan (laughs) playing each other. Mm -hmm. 0.8 seconds left unless someone's getting knocked down to the floor. You can't make a call on something that is a judgment call.
2: Yeah, but um, like I said. It worked um, out for Altamont. It did work out uh, for Altamont. And, uh, again, we'll have that coverage for you coming up here in a little bit. Just a little bit, yeah. That's right, yeah. This afternoon, 1.30 will be the tip-off of uh, that one Uh, so uh we're gonna step away and we're gonna take a break and we're gonna talk more about uh, local sports that happened on that wednesday and get set for the championships and uh, the rest of the uh, turkey tournaments uh, tonight as well as tomorrow as well uh, coming up here on the starting lineup the starting lineup from 98.9
0: the game studios will be right back In 1896, if you wanted to get your stuff from point A to point B, it could take months as you braved the elements with your caravan of horse-drawn carriages. Many lives were lost and goods perished along the way. Aren't you glad it's not 1896? Worth Computer Repair is glad it's not 1896, and they can help you get your emails, messages, pictures, whatever you need sent to your family, friends, or customers there in a flash. Call Worth Computer Repair for a new or refurbished computer today and get your stuff there in a flash. Call 618-292-1002. Imagine the possibilities with the State bank. This is Alex Walk. If you are buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows that you mean business and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with construction loan customized just for you. Ask around and talk with your friends and you'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank in Totopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. It's finally deer season, and McMahon Meats is your deer processing headquarters. Shotgun or bow, however you go, we can help you get your meat on the table. At McMahon Meats, we keep all the meat separate, so the deer meat you bring in is the deer meat you get back. We can customize your orders with several flavors of deer, sausage, slim jims, and jerky. Good luck to all the hunters this deer season. Call McMahon Meats at 217-813-6054 for all your processing needs. Find us on Facebook or www.mcmahonmeats.com. located on Route 40 between Effingham and Teetopolis, McMahon Meats for Quality and Convenience Meat Tradition.
2: Unfortunately, while the holiday season is an exciting time of year, it is also a time when people can become more vulnerable to theft and crime. Shop during daylight hours whenever possible. If you must shop at night, go with a friend or a family member and park in an area with adequate lighting. Avoid carrying large amounts of cash. Never leave your car unoccupied with the motor running or with children inside. Remain aware of your surroundings at all times and move to and from your vehicle with confidence and purpose. This is Deputy Chief Kurt Davis with the Eppingham Police Department.
0: From our EPD family to yours, we wish you a safe, and happy holiday season. Football season is underway, so now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So sign up today with promo code PLAY for your no sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel. Official Sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued is non withdrawable. Free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1 800 Next Step or text Next Step at 53342 in Arizona. 1 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org slash cat in Connecticut. 1 800 9 with it in Indiana. 1 800 522 4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1 Stop Louisiana. 1 Hope NY or text Hope NY four six seven three six 9 in New York, Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. And now, the starting lineup.
1: Eric Fry Sports Center updates the Colts are in Minnesota on Saturday night to take on the Vikings in their second preseason game. You can hear that on our sister station, 109, oh, 1, 1090 AM WCRA. <laughs> oh I was still goodness. right. It just sounded bad.
0: On 98.9 The
1: Game.
2: Welcome back in uh, to the start-up lineup here on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. Uh, Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you. And uh, we still got more local sports to talk about and local sports to get to. But uh, first, before we wrap up uh, that out-to-my game uh, from uh, the other night, uh, caught up with uh, Grace after the game and uh, talked about uh, those uh, couple of free throws there at the very end and uh, the record uh, that she set as well. So uh, here's uh, Altamont's Grace Nelson. Travis Sparks here, uh, and uh, joining me here is uh, Grace Nelson, and she just became the all-time leading scorer in girls basketball Altamont School history, and she's made two free throws to win the game as well. So uh, what were you thinking there at the very end uh, with those two free throws out of the line all by herself?
3: Yeah, it was it was very nerve-wracking because I didn't have a good first half. My free throws weren't all on, and I was like, I just need to make – as long as I made the first one, I was like, I'm either going into overtime or I'm going to win the game, no mm-hmm. time left. So I didn't have anyone in there with me in the lane. Yeah. And the biggest thing was Peyton O'Shea came up to me, and she's like, you've put in all these hours in the gym. you put in all this work. Like, mm-hmm. you got this. And, I don't know, that kind of just, like, kicked into me, and I don't know. I just got it done.
2: Yeah, right. uh, and uh, this season you guys just have just uh, found ways to win. Uh, you know, you guys are four and zero, uh, and you just found ways to win. So talk about uh, about this really the whole season that's kind of been the story.
3: That's what we've got a lot of junk defenses, box and ones, one through ones, one to twos, like yeah, anything. They're making it hard for me to drive in the lane, and our shot has not yet developed yet for anyone's outside shooting. Tonight, we our outside shooting was probably the best it's been yet, mm-hmm. but just work on a lot more shooting because we're not going to be able to get in the lane when they play that zone. and right. We'll see Effingham Friday, so we'll see what they have to play and see how it goes.
2: Right, and this season, i have seen you do that uh, scoop little layup. Is that something that you've been uh, trying to work on in, in the offseason and a new dimension to your game?
3: Yeah, definitely in the summer. AU ball is way different than school ball, so you just kind of see what works and what doesn't. It definitely has added to my game like getting up higher and being able to reach out in front of them so
2: and uh we've seen you get some uh college offers and uh, how's that been going and what's that experience like been uh, getting uh, schools trying to get you to go there
3: it's been a really fun experience i'm guessing it'll get more stressful the closer i am to yeah verbaling but i think i have like nine ten different offers right now so just like visiting all of them still talking to new colleges and just going to see where it goes after the school season.
2: And uh, you got any uh, lining lined up uh, coming up soon, or are you going to worry about that after the season?
3: Uh, kind of slows down during the season. So sure. then after season or during season, we'll go catch some games at like different schools and then see how they play, and then about more after season is when I'll start going more.
2: What does this record uh, mean to you uh, here uh, at the school to be the all-time leader? And you're only a junior, so uh, you got to get the school record uh, overall. And uh, what does this record just mean to you?
3: That's what's our principal's record, and she was right. AD last year, and mm-hmm. she's always like, you just need to, you need to score more. You need to have the ball in your hands more. Like, just don't think you're being a ball hog because you average the most assists, like take it to the hole. And so obviously she's always been in my ear saying stuff. And so her being the principal now and breaking her record, mm-hmm. on that, it's kind of cool because I've always heard about her coaching and heard about her playing, so –
2: Right. It's been an honor. Yeah, and you also have some uh, track records uh, as well. Uh, which record are, are you most uh, proud of uh, so far? Uh, this one or those track records that you have?
3: Um, basketball definitely means more to me. I've mm-hmm. put all my work in this summer towards basketball. I'm successful in track with not really putting in right. as much work, True. but so basketball definitely means more. And just as a junior and already breaking the record. Hopefully more to come.
2: Right, uh, hopefully more. We can't wait to, to watch you go on in the next uh, two years or so. So uh, thanks, Grace, for joining me here, and uh, congratulations again. Thank you. And uh, Grace and uh, Lady Indians back in action uh, this afternoon over on uh, Jack FM. So uh, let's take a look at uh, some other stuff. Uh, Basketball action that happened on Wednesday at the uh, St. Anthony uh, Turkey Tournament. There, it was Highland getting the win over Mattoon of uh, 55 uh, to uh, 28. Uh, Robinson uh, defeated FEM 81 uh, to uh, 66. Uh, Garrett Wolf led the way uh, for the Hearts in the points department. He had 22. Uh, Splecter he had a uh, 17, and Andrew Donaldson also getting into a uh, double figures uh, there. But uh, unfortunately, uh, Robinson uh, jumped out to an early lead, and then uh, they they. extended that in the second quarter and led 38-29 at the half. And FEM actually uh, came and uh, tied the game at one point. Uh, But then uh, Robinson ended up pulling it away uh, there again at the end. And they were led by Gilmore. He had 23 and Parker uh, had 22 for the Maroons. And uh, in the second game of the night, it was Breeze Central. Or the third and final game of the night uh, it was Bree Central over uh, St. Anthony 50 to uh, 34. Uh, Bree Central led after this one 12 to 5 after the first quarter and 24 to 14 after the uh, third. And uh, they would uh, go on uh, to win uh, there. Uh, Brock Fear Day, he had uh, 15 points to uh, lead of the way for uh, St. Anthony. So uh, both FEM schools mm-hmm. on Wednesday uh, fall there. Yeah,
1: and. Uh three of the four kind of local schools one of them was playing Effingham, so you knew right. one
2: local school was going to win there. But Toon, Effingham, mm-hmm. and, and all, St. Anthony all fallen. And uh, in the uh, Mulberry Grove uh, Turkey Tournament, it was a St. Olaf Brownstown all over Lebion, a seventy-one to a sixteen as SEB jumped out to a twenty-two to three lead after the uh, first quarter, and uh, they pretty much cruised after that. Uh, Paisley led the way for SEB; he had sixteen points. Uh, Campbell he had thirteen, and Adam Atwood had a 10, and those were the double figure scores. SEB. Other games in that Mulberry Grove tournament, it was uh, Patoka over a CHBC a 63 to a 55. And it's Mulberry Grove over Mount Olive, a 53 to 51. The Tri County a Turkey tournament, it was Christmas over Villa Grove, a 68-61. Oakwood over Martinsville, 65-34. And Judah Christian over a Tri County, 62-44. I already mentioned that my game in uh, the Bob Currents tournament, and the game. Before that was FEM defeating Flora 48 to 18 FEM got out to that 18 to 4 lead and a 33 to 7 lead there oh. at halftime against uh, Flora on Wednesday. Uh, it was uh, Bria Beals who had a 12 for the Lady Hearts. Uh, Mapes had a 9. Uh, Sage Altov had 8. And Ellen Ebergy had a 7 points. So uh, those are the girls that you're going to be hearing a lot of over on uh, Jack FM against Altamont. Uh, later on this afternoon, so looking forward to that. Yeah, should be a good game. Uh, Tri County over uh, Oakwood at 58 to 232 in the Oakwood uh, tournament, and then we also had uh, some uh, junior high regional championships in the 1A Sigel St. Michael regional final. It was Sigel St. Michael over a Pena 42 to 29 in a uh, Class 2A. The KZ regional championship saw Albion defeat Oblong 42 to 20. In the St. Anthony Regional Championship, it was Altima over uh, Stewstraws, thirty-two to twenty-two. And in the four Mount Zion Regional Championship, it was Mount Zion over Effingham, thirty-five to fifteen. There and in junior high girls basketball games going on uh, tonight we got uh, at the uh, Cumberland Thanksgiving tournament full a day there we got Mm -hmm. everybody in action Oka Valley against Vandalia Marshall against uh, Newton Uh, Casey uh, versus uh, Dietrich and uh, Cumberland versus North Clay as North Clay uh, they won in I believe that was comeback fashion the other night against uh, against Newton uh, the other night another
1: rough call late in the game Ooh, really? Newton, two straight days of it, back-to-back. Mm,
2: and uh, Cumberland versus North Clay tonight over on a WCRA. And, of course, the man you need to stop tonight is Mr. Logan Fleener, MVP, reigning yeah. MVP of the NTC. And now he dropped 31 the other night against yeah. Newton.
1: that's going to be the interesting matchup. I don't know defensively who you match up with Fleener if you're Cumberland. On the opposite side, I don't know who uh, North Clay is going to be able to match up with Gavin Hendricks who went double-double last time out. So, yeah. to me, it's going to be a battle between who can stop those two players and uh, the bigs for Cumberland if they show up. It's going to be a, a difficult task for North Clay, but Fleener can put 30 on you like that. Right. So, I, I don't know. It's going to be a good game over at seven uh, 730.
2: Yeah, and uh, so uh, the winners of uh, that game will slide into the uh, championship game Uh, there on uh, Saturday, and the winner of Casey and uh, Dietrich will uh, go into the championship game as well. Uh, St. Anthony Turkey Tournament continues today as Robinson takes on Breeze Central in the first game. Topless and Mattoon will match up at approximately 4.30. Rantoul against Highland, and then uh, the uh, crosstown rivalry game, it's the uh, St. Anthony Bulldogs versus the F.E.M hearts tonight. Uh, uh, city uh, clash tonight there at the uh, St. Anthony Turkey Tournament. Always enjoy a Friday and always enjoy uh, the uh, packed gym for the hearts versus bulldogs tonight and it doesn't matter the sizes of the schools it doesn't matter uh, the records and you can just throw them out the window when these mm-hmm. two rivals they get together An awesome atmosphere to be a part of there at the inlow center uh, and encourage people to go check it out tonight if you're not anywhere else uh, at other games uh, lawrenceville capital classic we got red hill against alney lawrenceville against salem on and fairfield again later tonight mount carmel versus lawrenceville as well Mulberry Grove Tournament, it's Patoka against Ramsey. Father McGivney against CHBC. Mulberry Grove against SCB. And then the Neoga Marius or Thanksgiving shootout on the guys' side. It's Neoga versus Georgetown. Uh, Notre Dame LaSalle. It's assisting against Georgetown or Ridge Farm. Tri-County Thanksgiving Tournament continues as well. Martinsville-Villa Grove. Tri-County versus Christman. And Martinsville versus Christman. And Judah Christian versus Villa Grove. And Oakwood. Against Tri-County all happening today. And in the uh, uh, Thanksgiving tournament there at Saragordo, Gordo, it's Wednesday's two straws against Saragordo uh, Gordo as well. So um, that's going on uh, today. Also, uh, girls basketball at the Robinson Tournament. It's Fairfield against Robinson. Marshall against Fairfield. Mount Carmel against Robinson. And uh, St. Anthony. Take on Marshall as well. Uh, the Nioga shootout on the girls' side. It's Neoga uh, matching up with Arthur Okok Christian. CHBC Thanksgiving uh, tournament uh, there on the girls' side. Windsor's Two Straws versus CHBC. Dietrich versus Macon Meridian. Cumberland versus Red Hill. Macon Meridian versus Red Hill. And a Brownstown and St. Elmo going up against the CHBC. And in the game before, Altamont and FEM matchup. It's Newton and Flora matching up there. And in the Pena Thanksgiving tournament, it's Matt Tuna versus Pena as well. And, of course, we got that Illini game uh, coming up uh, for uh, college basketball this evening. Another late-night game. 8 mm-hmm. o'clock will be the tip-off. 7 o'clock will begin the pregame show right here on 98.9. And then uh, tomorrow we got Cumberland tournament wrapping up. St. Anthony wrapping up. Uh, Mulberry Grove wrapping up as well. And NIOGA's uh, tournaments and shootouts wrapping up as well. And the Robinson Thanksgiving tournament mm-hmm. and girls basketball as well. we got the full uh, schedule up on our website, com. If you yep. want to go in and check it out click on our local sports tab. As well as uh, the Illini football game against Northwestern uh, tomorrow here on 98.9. And one thirty will be the broadcast start time here.
1: Yeah, and also tomorrow, it's not listed on the website, 6 o'clock, we'll have USC Notre Dame on 99 the game and then on sunday we'll have the buccaneers the browns and the saints at the 49ers Mm,
2: very nice a
1: jam-packed weekend full of sports nice
2: college football yeah uh, game uh, for you there and uh also uh, some other football games also going on in uh, champagne i think it's a little weird that line i have a basketball game uh, tonight there at the state farm center and then uh, across the street at memorial stadium it's the uh, championships uh, going on. Uh, currently in the third quarter right now in the 1A championship, it's uh, Lena Winslow with a 16 nothing lead over Camp Point Citral. Uh, go figure, the North yeah. winning uh, that. Uh, later on today at approximately 1 o'clock it's uh, Tri-Valley against uh, St. Teresa. We'll see if this uh, elusive uh, state title, St. T can get there but they haven't won one in uh, quite a while and uh, we'll see if they can uh, get it done and cap off the Perfect season against Tri Valley. That also means that before we get off
1: the air here at in the game we have to do our pick 'em for it. Uh, that's true. So we do have to get that before
2: we get off the air here. <laughs> that's very true. Yes. That's a very yes fair point. Uh, and uh, coming up in the 3A championship at approximately four o'clock, it's IC Catholic against uh, Williamsville, and then in the uh, 4A state title game. Coming up later on tonight at uh, 7 o'clock, it's going to be a uh, Providence Catholic New Lenox against a uh, Springfield uh, Seeker R. Griffin, and we'll see if uh, Coach uh, Ken Leonard there can uh, cap off uh, retiring after uh, this season, and we'll see if he can ride off into the sunset with another state championship mm-hmm. uh, there at uh, Seeker R. Griffin. And then uh, tomorrow at uh, 10 a.m., it's going to be in the 5A championship. It's Peoria against LaGrange Park Nazareth Academy. Uh, they're at uh, 10 a.m. and then 6 and 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. will follow uh, that tomorrow. So, a uh, big exciting day. Still, uh, I remember now with the uh, championship games there in Champaign, I still don't know uh, where they're going to be in uh, the uh, future. So, uh, this might be an opportunity there if you want to see uh, the uh, championships mm-hmm. uh, there in uh, Champaign Memorial Stadium. Go and uh, check them out uh, today and uh, tomorrow going on there in Champaign. So, yep. And we'll definitely be taking a look at that St. T game, uh, keeping an eye out on that. And, yeah, we'll have to pick it before we uh, go off the at air. At least
1: that game we got to pick before we off the air. Sure,
2: yeah, we got to make our picks official there. So we will do uh, just that coming up a little bit later. But right now we uh, have to step away and we'll uh, come back and we'll be talking some uh, NFL action uh, coming up for you and what happened yesterday on Thanksgiving uh, coming up next.
0: We'll be right back to the starting lineup.
2: We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment.
0: Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms including blizzards can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. It's finally deer season, and McMahon Meats is your deer processing headquarters. Shotgun or bow, however you go, we can help you get your meat on the table. At McMahon Meats, we keep all the meat separate, so the deer meat you bring in is the deer meat you get back. We can customize your orders with several flavors of deer, sausage, Slim Jims, and jerky. Good luck to all the hunters this deer season. Call McMahon Meats at 217-813-6054 for all your processing needs. Find us on Facebook or www.mcmahonmeats.com. Located on Route 40 between Effingham and Tuplast, McMahon meets for quality and convenience meet tradition. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Pennzoil Platinum can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only thirty-eight ninety-nine. Get everything you need for better fuel efficiency at any of our sixty-two hundred stores or on autozone.com. Get in the zone, autozone. Restrictions apply. And now, the starting
2: lineup. That was back in the '50s and '60s. I know not a lot of there were not as many teams, not as many good players, or whatever. But, but still, Travis knows this from personal a experience. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. Go ahead. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Eight in a row, impressive. <laughs> On ninety-eight-nine, the game.
1: Eric Fry, Sports their update. The St. Louis Blues will try to get back in the win column when they visit the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight. The Blues have their seven-game winning streak snapped on Wednesday when they fell to the Sabres 6-2 in St. Louis. They're in fourth place in the Central Division with 20 points and a 10-9-0 record. I hope they lose two more because I want them to keep getting streaks throughout the year. Tonight's game gets underway at 7 p.m. College basketball action today. Eastern Illinois visits Ohio tomorrow. Eastern Illinois will face Alabama State. SIU Edwardsville is at Kansas City. Chicago Bears are putting, look to put an end to their four-game losing streak when they visit the Jets on Sunday. Chicago's led by second-year quarterback Justin Fields, who's thrown for over 1,600 yards and run for over 800 yards, which, by the way, is more than Jonathan Taylor as well as Delvin Cook. So there you go. And has a combined scored 20 touchdowns. However, Fields has been limited in practice all week because of a separated shoulder. The Bears are currently last in the NFC North at 3-8, and eight, but they haven't lost to the Jets since 2000, Travis. Sunday's game kicks off. At noon. Chicago Bulls go for their third straight win when they visit the Oklahoma City Thunder at Paycom Center tonight. Chicago's coming off a 118 to 113 win over the Milwaukee Bucks on Wednesday. The Bulls are in eleventh place in the Eastern Conference at eight and ten. Tonight's game is set to tip off at seven o'clock. The Chicago Blackhawks trying to snap their five-game losing streak when they head to Montreal or they host Montreal
2: later on today. Back into the uh, starting lineup here on a 98-9. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there handling the uh, Sports Center hits. Fell apart at the end. Yeah, fell apart at the fell, end. Fell Lousy Blackhawks. Yeah, just went. Uh, Can't do anything right. Just went downhill uh, from there when you threw those little comments in there as well. Hey, I like the comments. The
1: Blues need to lose two more.
2: We got to keep the streak alive.
1: Do they? I like streaking streaks. Do they, though? I'm just saying two, Travis. That's it. Just just throw two more, mm. and then we can get back to winning three in a
2: row. Yeah, yeah. there you go. And uh, then uh, yesterday in the, the NFL, while you were uh, getting some uh, turkey and uh, filling your bellies, uh, the uh, Bills, uh, they pulled one out. They won at the very end with a uh, game-winner field goal. 22-25 was the uh, final there. I thought the Lions were finally going to do it. Uh, they were going to finally win on uh, Thanksgiving not too many uh, times too often do we see the Lions win on Thanksgiving, at least during my lifetime. Right. And uh, I don't know what they're doing there at the, the very end. Very suspect play calling, uh, suspect using their timeouts as well. I mean, hey, it worked out for them. I mean, they was on third and one, and they call a shotgun pass. Like, I don't know what you're doing there. But it eventually led to the game tying field goal. And then, of course, it's been a joke. Of, you know, how many seconds does it, Patrick Mahomes need uh, last year to beat the Bills? But Josh Allen didn't need a lot of time to uh, beat the Lions, as well yeah. as I don't know what they're doing defensively on that one deep ball to uh, uh, Diggs there at the very end to get him in field goal range. But uh, Josh Allen and the Buffalo, they pull one out. Yeah, they did.
1: uh Like I said, I was kind of rooting for the Lions here, but. Uh... The Bills were
2: able to just do just enough to get the win. It was like twenty-three seconds or something like that. Yeah, that's all that uh, the Bills needed to uh, win the game uh, there, and they win their second game in five days there in Detroit. Yeah, so basically they're just. Can uh, they finally
1: go home?
2: I think so. I don't know how much how much that has melted there in uh, Buffalo, but I think that they can finally uh, return home, please, to, to their homes and whatnot. And, you know uh, the Bills are pulling it out, even though uh, Josh Allen doesn't really look like himself. No, uh, they're really kind of banged up. And, but uh, Buffalo uh, proves to eight and three, and the Lions were on a little bit of a roll uh, there, but that now has been uh, stopped a little bit.
1: I didn't know there was an actual football game going on there yesterday. All I saw on Twitter were people complaining about the halftime show. So,
2: yeah, that was. <laughs> Travis is complaining as well. Yeah, that was not good. <laughs> uh, and it looks like Von Miller actually did not yes. tear his ACL okay. there. So uh, uh, good news there from Adam Schefter. I uh, reported that as he was uh, carted off uh, the field there. So uh, disaster avoided there for uh, Buffalo. Right,
1: now he's got extra time to rest it up.
2: Yeah, and uh, then the second one on Thanksgiving was the Cowboys. Uh, they won over the uh, Giants 28-20. to uh, 20. The uh, late touchdown there by the uh, Giants made that score look a lot closer mm-hmm. than it actually was uh, there, and uh, you cost know, cost me entertainment though. Cost you entertainment, cost some people entertainment as well the uh, mm-hmm. point spread mm-hmm. there. But uh, Dak Prescott was the John Madden Player of the Game. Twenty-eight, uh, twenty-one of thirty-two touchdowns, two picks. Is that worthy of a Player of the Game? No. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who else you would have gave it to. Ezekiel Elliott, 16 carries, 92 yards, a touchdown. Um, and uh, C.D. Lamb could have been uh, if he would have uh, caught that touchdown yeah. there with that nice little grab. But Unfortunately, just didn't get that foot in or had that heel out of bounds or whatnot. And all I can see over here to my right here on ESPN is just the, those people jumping into the Salvation Army bucket. Yeah, they're going to get fined doing for Doing the it. whack-a-mole yeah. thing.
1: Dallas does it every year Every year When they score a touchdown on Thanksgiving They'll have someone jump in the kettle
2: I gotta go get in the kettle
1: And they always get a fine And the NFL donates it to Salvation Army
2: There you go That's probably why uh, Dalton Schultz with the two touchdowns Give him the the player of the game award I mean, he only had four catches, 31 yards. When half your catches are touchdowns, though. (laughs) I guess so. uh, Dallas picks up the win, and now they're eight and three on the season. And where do they play next after the Giants? They got the Colts coming up, and that one is on Sunday Night Football. Yes. Next week. What Dallas
1: on Sunday Night Football, Travis?
2: Honestly, it hasn't felt like a lot. Chris Collinsworth gets to talk about Dak Prescott again. Yeah, speaking of uh, NBC last night, their game was the uh, probably one of the more exciting ones mm-hmm. as the Vikings, it was at least high scoring. At least uh, they won over the Pats, thirty-three to twenty-six. Chris Collinsworth not on the broadcast last ah. night. I had to sit through Tony Dungy and Jason Garrett. Oh boy. Yeah They should uh, Tony's not Not bad But uh, Yeah Jason Garrett Should go back
1: to coaching So don't have to listen to him Well
2: at least he should just Stay in the studio there What what they have him do I don't know where Chris was Come on You gotta work the holidays If Mark Tarico, He's gotta do it You can do it too Chris Come on
1: I mean Troy Aikman And Joe Buck Got their first Thanksgiving off For 15 years How about
2: that they Proud of them. They Their reward is they get to do the Steelers and the Colts this week. Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like They didn't know what to do with themselves at the Thanksgiving table. But is
1: that really a reward, Travis, that you get
2: to do the Colts and the Steelers on Monday? Yeah. Uh, you can be home on Thanksgiving. That's rewarding enough. Uh, Kirk Cousins did uh, throw uh, three touchdowns. That was technically primetime, right? Mm-hmm. So, Kirk Cousins, he can win in primetime three touchdowns last night. Yeah. Justin Jefferson had 9 grabs, 139 yards and a touchdown there for the Vikings and a man at the Patriots can just get some breaks. That was a touchdown there late in the game. He mm-hmm. crossed the crossed the plane and that was a catch but uh they ruled it not so. So, well. Patriots never get any help. Nope. With officiating calls. That's well, cuz they don't have the best quarterback on the planet to help them. So, that's true. Best quarterback on the but planet. But you can hear
1: Tom Brady in action Sunday oh, right here on 99 the game. I thought
2: you were talking about uh, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, well, yeah. He plays at 330 on Sunday. He does. Against some scrub team from L.A. Yeah. Hey, be listening to the podcast. I may have that game for a little entertainment. Mm, yes. There you go. Chiefs. Oh, it's even worse now. 15 and a half. I think they opened up at 13 or 14 and a half. I saw the other day. Now it's even worse. I forget what I put down. Jeez. Uh, other games going on Sunday. Uh, like you said, uh, the Bucks they're in Cleveland. They take on the Browns. Bengals and the Titans. Texans, Dolphins, the Bears and the Jets, who will be starting at both uh, quarterback positions yeah. there.
1: Well, we know who will be starting for the Jets.
2: It's, we know who's not going to be starting. We know who's Zach not going to
1: be I think it's White. Yeah, White, White, White I think it's is either who Either White announced. or Flacco. No, Flacco's the backup. Uh, I remember listening on ESPN on Wednesday. They were uh, talking about it. So, it will be White who will be starting. Uh,
2: Chicago's a little bit more of a question. Very well. Uh, Falcons, Commanders, Broncos and uh, Panthers, Ravens and uh, Jags as well. Chargers and uh, Cardinals. Uh, we had the Raiders and uh, Seahawks, Rams and Chiefs, like I said, uh, Saints against the uh, 49ers and uh, Packers against the uh, Eagles on a Sunday night of football there as uh, the Eagles. they lose? Is that their first loss last week? I would say, are they trying to bounce back after taking their first L? No, they barely won against the Colts. That's right. Um, and then the Monday night game, as Eric alluded to, was the Steelers and Colts. Hey, Colts, though, favored by two and a half points in this one, so how about that? And, of course, you can hear that game over on WCRA. Let's take a look at uh, some uh, college sports, uh, line night basketball and uh, football in action uh, this weekend uh, tonight and uh, tomorrow, as well as the rest of the college football slate. That's what we're doing, closing out the show, coming up here on the
0: starting lineup. The starting lineup from 989 The Game Studios will be right back. three six three seven and we'll go beyond the expected for you at progressive we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding a motorcycle with your crew on the open road it's a primal wild freedom a feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio until now hit it sound effects guy (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. no you know we really lost our stride at the end there Get 24-7 roadside assistance with Progressive, America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates. Roadside assistance subject to policy terms and limits may require comprehensive coverage. CSX Transportation is an industry leader on the move. The railroad company has immediate openings for freight train conductors. Join the CSX team and start your paid on-the-job training today, earning nearly $25 per hour with no degree required. If you're safety-focused with a passion for great service, you've got what it takes to move your career forward at CSX. Apply at csx.com careers. That's csx.com careers. CSX is an equal opportunity employer. need assistance with door and window projects the home depot can help from inspiration and materials to ordering and installation our free millwork virtual apron service can get you moving and doing plus we speak spanish too our associates can help you tackle complex jobs without you leaving the job site saving you time and money call us at 1-833-HD-APRON or visit homedepot.com slash mva the home depot how doers get more done
1: and now, is Philip Rivers a Hall of Fame quarterback? No. No rinks. Marino <laughs> He's a
2: it's
1: Hall of Famer, thing, Travis.
2: the only thing that matters.
1: The starting lineup. He carried sh- really bad Dolphins teams to the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, it was against the 49ers. Oh, wow. That's a shame. You know, sometimes Travis just gets under my skin. <laughs> Win a Super Bowl, dude. On ninety eight nine, The Game. According to this, Travis feels that Nick Foles is a better quarterback than Philip Rivers, Jimmy McMahon, Mark Griffin, Phil Simms, better, Steve Young, Joe Flacco, Ken Stabler, mm-hmm. Brad Johnson, Jeff Hostetler, Len Dawson, of course, o. Williams, much better quarterback, Trent Delfer, mm-hmm. Joe Theismann. Mm-hmm. All
2: I'm hearing are Super Bowl winners. To the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9 and the uh, game ESPN Radio. The song goes out to Eric Fry. Ugh. It's officially after Thanksgiving, no. so that means it's time to start playing some Christmas tunes. My least favorite holiday. I will say it's not going to be the whole entire time for the next month or so of the starting lineup, but it's kind of sporadically and as we go. But. It's after Thanksgiving, so it's officially okay by me to uh, start playing some Christmas music. Otherwise, there'll be a lot
1: less of me on this show.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so, uh, welcome back in. (laughs) And uh, we're going to close out uh, talking to some uh, college athletics here as uh, Illinois in action uh, tonight, they're back on uh, the uh, basketball court. As uh, of course the last time out was a loss against uh, Virginia on a uh, Sunday, and it's uh, so a little bit of time off and a uh, little bit of uh, rest for the Illini. And uh, thirty-two and a half is the yeah. spread tonight against uh, Linwood, the Lions, uh, who are three and four on the season.
1: That's a big, but they should cover huge number, right? Should cover.
2: Yeah, and nice uh, rebound game. Over under is a
1: hundred and forty eight and a half. And they take on Syracuse on Tuesday through the Illini. Yeah. So this is a nice rebound game, a get-right game, before you take on Syracuse.
2: Right, yeah. And it's also kind of one of those kind of could be, I don't want to say a sleeper game, yeah. but, you know, uh, the students won't, won't be there due right. to the Thanksgiving break and whatnot. So maybe the energy in the building won't be there tonight like it is in, in games past.
1: Although maybe there will be a bunch of high schoolers and their parents there because That's they'll true. come for the championship games and football and then just stick around. Come and on it, over. Yeah.
2: Come on over to the State Farm Center. Absolutely. Make a weekend out of it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we'll see what happens with the uh, 16th ranked uh, Illini there, of course. Uh, only loss uh, so far was that Virginia uh, game last uh, Sunday. Um, some other games going on. Indiana's already in action going mm-hmm. on here on this Black Friday in the Hoosier Tip Off Classic what they're calling that. Uh, Coming up a little bit later, Duke and North Carolina, both in action. Uh, They're in Portland for the uh, Phil Knight Legacy Series. Yes. It's number nine or number eight, Duke against Xavier. Number one, North Carolina against Iowa State. Coming up at 430, uh, Maryland and Coppin State of Virginia in action uh, against Maryland Eastern Shore. Uh, number 25, Iowa against uh, Clemson in the Emerald Coast Classic there in uh, Florida. Uh, number 22, uh, Tennessee against number three, uh, Kansas in the uh, Bad Boy Mowers Battle for Atlantis. So it's in the Bahamas Yeah. there. Uh, number 20, Yukon against number 18, Alabama. They'll also be up there in Oregon. And uh, then you got number 24, Purdue against number six, Gonzaga mm. in Portland as well. So, man. Gonzaga
1: fall to a good, decent team.
2: So you get to see Duke. You get to see North Carolina and uh, Purdue and Gonzaga.
1: And Illinois.
2: Well, I mean, I'm just talking about those uh, fans in Oregon.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a lot of good games in Oregon.
2: Yeah, Look at Gonzaga throwing in another top 25 uh, team. Yeah, hopefully they lose. uh, (laughs) Uh, Number 12, Michigan State, is also there. So, my goodness. Oh, man. Eric, that game tonight, uh, according to ESPN, is scheduled to begin at 10.59. I'll be in bed. Oh, my. That's like the fifth game. As soon as we get done here, I'm going home and taking a nap before (laughs) the Cumberland game tonight. Yeah, that's crazy. I just saw that. Oh, man. No, thank you. (laughs) 10:59 10:59 tip. Oh, That's insane. Uh, hey, we're already off and running in college football yeah, here so on this are. Black Friday as well. Tulane, Cincinnati in action, and Baylor in Texas also in action. Later on today, we got North Carolina against NC State, uh, number 18 UCLA against Cal. Arkansas, and Missouri. Florida, Florida State as well. This was in the top 25 action. Um, and then in the Egg Bowl last night, it was Mississippi State over old Miss, 24-22. to a 22, so. but Don't worry, Lane Kiffin is positive. He'll be back as coach. He is going to be there, which is uh, guaranteed that he's not going to be there. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Hey, that
1: Texas-Baylor game is important. If Texas wins, they have an outside shot at getting to the Big 12 championship game. Mm, there you go. And Kansas State to lose, but then it would be Texas and
2: uh, TCU. Mhm. And of course, uh, as we mentioned, uh, not in the top 25, but Iowa going up against Nebraska this afternoon at uh, 3 o'clock. And of course, uh, Iowa can clinch the uh, Big Ten West and go into the championship game somehow, some way they can find themselves in Indy coming up in a few weeks or maybe next week, uh, if they win. And uh, they can also clinch with uh, Purdue and or Illinois losing. Uh, Purdue still has a shot. They need Iowa to lose today to Nebraska and win, of course, against the Hoosiers tomorrow. And the Illini, as we mentioned at the top, they have to win at Northwestern and have uh, both Purdue and Iowa Lose uh, to uh, clinch the Big Ten West there because they would own some yep. tiebreakers yep. over them due to some divisional records and of course the head-to-head matchup with Iowa, at least. So um, there's the scenarios, but yep. it could all it's all gonna be uh, hanging in the balance tonight. And I still I cannot fathom that Iowa has a chance to. They've been get playing in good air.
1: football down the
2: stretch. I guess so. Yeah, I wrote them They've off. They've got some wins. I wrote them off. their offense. Like their is. offense
1: actually has been playing decent.
2: Then, of course, the big game uh, tomorrow. It's number three versus number two. That's the decider of who's going to go and represent uh, the Big Ten East there in Indy, the winner of this one between Ohio State and Michigan.
1: And it's a playing game for the college football playoffs. Oh, yeah.
2: That, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's also important. 11 a.m. tomorrow. So, uh, number eight, Clemson against South Carolina. And that, a rivalry game, Louisville, Kentucky uh the iron bowl auburn and alabama rivalry games all over the place oregon oregon state tcu against uh iowa state and then that big one usc and uh, notre dame Mm -hmm. as well out in socal at 6 30 and uh you hear it on 98.9 yeah starting at uh six o'clock trojans four and a half point favorites all right travis we gotta know all right we gotta know class two way who you got Class two A championship. Downstream Valley. S- I got, of course, I got Saint Teresa here. I uh, think that they uh, cap it off here, in uh, by the final uh-huh. of thirty-five to twenty-seven. Thirty-five
1: twenty-seven. I'll go Saint T because I want to see a Southern team win, um, and I will go uh, one nothing
2: one nothing one playing nothing the game. play the game playing the game there i gotta make up points <laughs> all right so there you go you got our official picks there at the uh, very end of the show we'll have the rest to pick them on the pod that's right and uh, so we'll take care of business there as well as uh, some other things that we got to get to there as well so uh, we'll be back for you next week and uh, talk to you then if not catch
0: us in the pod Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on ninety eight nine the game. <laughs>
2: Back here on the starting lineup. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to overtime of the uh, starting lineup coming up here on uh, today's uh, program. We got to get to that uh, rest of the uh, pick 'em there as well as uh, some rest of uh, national sports as well. And we went through the entire uh, program and we didn't even mention the big World Cup matchup today with the USA and England.
1: I had it on Sports
2: Center. Mm -hmm. We're going to
1: talk about it next.
2: All right, so uh, I guess uh, let's get to that and let's let's get to the sports scenario. All right, here we go.
1: Colts owner Jim Ursay is pushing back on the reason for firing former head coach Frank Wright. According to ESPN, Ursay said, quote, it's not personal. It's the very opposite from being personal. End quote. Ursay said he had demonstrated his commitment and belief in Reich by executing a contract extension with him through 2021. Indianapolis is hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers Monday night football, as we talked about. The Pacers will wrap up their four-game homestand when they host the Brooklyn Nets tonight. Speaking of the Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant said something dumb today. Uh, did you hear what he said, Travis? No. Okay. So he's talking about LeBron inching closer to the NBA scoring record. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is what he said. Quote, To be the number one in anything, there's 8 billion people in the world. We just figured that out last week. So to be the number one of all time at scoring the basketball, I'm sure it's going to be a range of emotions for him. Not all 8 billion people play basketball there, Kevin Durant. Mm -hmm. What do you mean it's a wide range of emotion? I am number one out of 8 billion people at scoring points. Mm Mm-hmm. There may be better scores, Kevin Durant, who just didn't get the opportunity that LeBron did. Did you ever think of that? Probably not. Anyways, their take on the Pacers. Uh, Lamar Jackson's back at uh, full practice as he deals with a hip injury. So looks like he will be playing. Um, well, Lamar. NBA is handing down a three-game suspension of Lakers guard Patrick Beverly. League announced the suspension on Thursday after Beverly forcefully shoved Sun Center DeAndre Eight in the teams game on Tuesday in. Phoenix. And finally, the U.S. men's national team returns to the pitch this afternoon at the World Cup. Continues in Qatar. The team will play England in its second game of the tournament. Timothy Weo netted a goal for the Stars and Stripes in a 1-1 draw with Wales earlier in the week. The uh, three Lions jumped Iran 6-2 and lead Group B with three points. Wales and the United States are tied for second with one point. So, there you go.
2: That's right. Due to that tie the other
1: day. Yeah, we can't even win. Hmm. Uh, tie is worse than
2: losing i i would agree i think i said as much yep so
1: so there you go that is uh that's sports center
2: hey you got today oh i got england i mean england uh, was a favor is favored they were favored we in a Wales famous war five their last five games can't lose to England though. Oh, no, we're gonna lose to England. We couldn't do it back in the day, and yeah. we won't do it today.
1: Revolutionary War, Revolutionary we're gonna War, do Revolutionary War, baby.
2: It. Yep. Nope. England was favored to win that too. Not happening. But it's not gonna be England's night. I think the revolutionists had a lot more to fight for than Team USA soccer, Travis. USA has national pride and a national respect for the soccer game. Let's
1: be honest. Team USA wasn't supposed to get
2: here. It's the first time in a World Cup in six
1: years. So the fact that they're here, they've already won. They're playing with house money at this point.
2: Yeah, but they they wanna this team was, you know, expected to at least some people said to at least make it out of the group stages. And I don't know if you lose this, if you still have a, a possibility, but... I
1: don't know. I'd have to see... Did I? Did uh, Wales beat Iran? I
2: don't know. Because
1: if they did, then we would have to beat Iran to stay tied with Wales, I think. I don't know. I don't understand how it works. I'm not going to try and understand how it works.
2: Iran won against Wales, 2-0. Oh. To, to
1: okay, so... If we beat Iran, then... We would probably advance. Probably,
2: I don't know. Probably, I don't know how it works. Whatever. That's our soccer expert. There you go. Kick it in. These starting lineup here. So. All
1: right, you want to get to pick them? What we yeah, ended the hour with? Yeah, let's
2: get to let's get to pick them. All right, and... let's get to pick them here. Mm. I'm. Searching for it. You're good. Pick 'em. Pick 'em, yep. Travis there we go. Leads,
1: leads by four. 89 to 85. Yep. Last week was not a good week for either of us. So no, not really. we're gonna we're gonna rebound. We already picked the St. T game, so let's move on to Saturday. Travis, Illinois at Northwestern, Illinois minus 14 and a half. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that's, that's big. Ah, that's a big number. big number. I mean, Northwestern hasn't won on U.S. soil. True. But it's Illinois well lost to them. Northwestern last year. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, they didn't. The year before. I was say we, we won last year. We took we took back home the Lincoln Land Trophy, where it's rifle place. So, uh, so I, this week. I'm gonna go Illinois here, of course. Fourteen and a half, easily. All right. I'll go Illinois, too. I don't want to lose more ground. Chase Brown going to run all over
1: the Wildcats. In a game you'll hear on 98.9, the game Saturday afternoon. Notre Dame at USC. USC minus five and a half, Travis.
2: I can't pick. I don't really know. (laughs) I don't really like either one of these two schools. But, I mean, I do want to see some new blood into the college football playoffs. So, USC needs to keep their hopes alive here, so I'm gonna go USC here. I'll go USC just for the craziness it could possibly
1: bring up. Uh, a Notre Dame win here we kind of eliminate some craziness, and we all know I like craziness. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move to Sunday and the games you can hear on 99. The game we will start with the Bucks and the Browns. <laughs> Bucks minus three and a half. Travis.
2: Uh, go with the uh, Bucks here. Travis will go with the Bucks. I will go
1: with the Browns in Cleveland. Don't ask me why. I don't know. All right. Saints at 49ers. 49ers minus nine and a half. Travis, who
2: you got? Yeah, I just saw the 49ers destroy the Saints or destroy the Cardinals and they'll do the same here to the Saints. I got the 49ers. 49ers. I agree. The
1: 49ers are a much better team than the Saints. Alvin Kamara has disappeared, so... Uh, unfortunately for the Saints, I well, don't
2: have a quarterback to distribute the
1: they ball. They don't to. have a lot of things, Travis. So, yeah, I'll go 49ers as well. Um, Bears at the Jets. Jets minus
2: six, Travis. Wow. Minus six. I mean, they don't know what they're doing at quarterback either. They know more than the
1: Bears do. Yeah. They at least know who their starter is. It's White.
2: I'll I'll go with the Jets here. J E T S, just Jets, Jets. I don't Jets. love it,
1: but to me this game hinges on whether or not Justin Fields plays. If Justin Fields does not play, then the Bears don't have a chance because the Jets are a better team than the Bears are, top to bottom. Mm-hmm. The only place where the Bears will be better at is quarterback. But I'll go Bears. I think they can at least keep it within Fields six. was
2: limited in practice today. Um, he uh, claimed that the nature of the injury to his left, a non-throwing arm, calling it a separated shoulder with partially torn ligaments. If you have a separated shoulder, yeah, how can you play? I don't know. I wouldn't play.
1: But what I'm thinking, Travis, is it's Jets minus six. I'm not expecting a whole lot of offense out of this Jets offense, anyways. Yeah, so I, I think that I'm going Bears to keep it within six, because I'm not seeing more than maybe 21 points being put up
2: by either offense. Over/under is 38 and a half. That's really low. low total. Really low. yeah.
1: Not the lowest on the weekend though. Well, what game does that go to?
2: Uh, Panthers and Broncos. Oh yeah,
1: that oh, that's oh. a garbage fest.
2: Over under thirty six. Oh boy, that's trash. Ugh. Three and seven versus three and eight.
1: Ugh. And we'll save Steelers and Colts for Monday.
2: There you go. They're not much better. Over under thirty
1: nine. No, that that's a trash game too. But you can hear it on W C R A Monday night in all its glory. In
2: all of its wonderful glory.
1: All right, I got some entertainment, Travis, before we get on out of here. All right. Unless you got anything will... else you were wanting to talk about. Nope. All right, here we I go. I got nothing. Here's entertainment for you. I went all dogs for the weekend. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Starting today on the hardwood. Yep. I got Iowa State plus five against U.S. UNC. Mm-hmm. I- okay. UNC will win, but they've had some struggles against... Not decent teams. Yeah, they really have. So, I like plus five with Iowa State. Mm -hmm. To the NBA, Travis. Yes, the association. We're getting some association love in. Kings plus eight against the Celtics. I know that the Celtics they are probably the best team in all of basketball, but the Kings are playing well. I'm going to ride that King momentum this weekend. Mm -hmm. Well, tonight anyways. I got Spurs plus four and a half against the Lakers. Lakers are trash. Now, I can't name a single person that's on the Spurs, but just out of pure spite, I cannot pick the Lakers. So, therefore,
2: we're going Spurs. Tim Duncan.
1: I think so, yeah. Popovich is their coach. <laughs> that's all I got.
2: Myron Ginobili.
1: No, I, I, yeah, yeah, sure. Tony Parker, I think, still on that. Um, let's keep it in the association. I got Jazz plus seven against Golden State. Okay. Golden State is not that great of a team. They've been so streaky. So I'll go with the Jazz. Plus 7 in Golden State. Um. All right. Going to some college football. On, uh, on Saturday, give me Michigan plus 8 against Ohio State. Ooh, no. Yes, plus 8. I'm not saying they're going to win. I'll keep it with an 8. Oh, well. I know. Keep it within eight. That's all I need. That's
2: all yeah. I need. Michigan can barely beat Illinois.
1: I want Michigan to win. I do. Oh, Ohio State barely beat Maryland if last weekend.
2: Uh, it was more impressive than Michigan and Illinois. But that was the late. They had a late touchdown in that game. Yeah,
1: but I don't know.
2: Michigan's run game banked up a little bit. It is. It is.
1: I just – I I don't want to see Ohio State in the college football playoffs. That's all, I, that's all I'm going for here. I don't want to see it.
2: Well, they'll beat Michigan like they always do except for last year. And then they'll lose to Illinois in the championship game. We still have to have Purdue
1: game. and Iowa lose, Travis, which that's isn't right. going to happen.
2: Yeah, it starts this afternoon. Yeah. Um Go Cornhuskers.
1: I got South Carolina plus 14.5 against Clemson.
2: It's probably fair. I mean, I mean, South Carolina did just beat Tennessee. They did just beat I Tennessee. Know. I was without Hooker, I guess.
1: Yeah, but it still was a thumping.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Hooker does not affect the defense for Tennessee. Yeah. So, I I think South Carolina 14-and-a-half. What have they got to lose? It's a, it's a rivalry game. What have they got to lose? Yeah. They know if they win this, they for sure... Give Clemson no shot of oh, making yeah. the college football playoffs.
2: Yeah. So that is enough motivation at uh, the That's I think. all the motivation they need yes. for sure. Yes.
1: Uh, Sunday, I got Packers plus six and a half against the Eagles. Mm hmm. This Sunday night just seems like a, a night for Aaron Rodgers to show up and actually show he can still kind of play football. hmm. So uh, I, I got Packers plus six and a half. And Travis, I got your Rams plus 15 and a half. They're not going to win, but they're going to keep it within 15. It's a big number.
2: I'm glad you have confidence, sir. I do. I'm glad you do. I
1: believe, I believe in your Rams, Travis. I haven't given up hope yet. They're the defending Super Bowl champs. They can't be this bad.
2: They are. Stafford banged up. Cooper Cup banged up. Cutting Daryl Henderson.
1: Yeah. Cam Akers is going to run for 400 yards on Sunday. Doubtful. All right. I- I'm trying, Travis. I put it in the paper. I have it on record, so I have to at least try and find confidence in saying it. All right. That pick was for you because you wouldn't do it, so I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got your back. All right. We'll see Monday. It may make my top three
2: if, the, if it happens. All right. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, top three, that's what we'll have for you coming up on uh, Monday. But uh, right now uh, we got to run and we got to get out of here for uh, the uh, weekend. So make sure you tune into everything Yep. On our family of uh, networks, a ton of things, schedules up on the website, and I got to go uh, run to Newton. And we will be updating the website with the Cumberland schedule for tomorrow after that tournament when Cumberland right. will be playing. So so yeah. Take to the little website. For sure. Stay tuned for that. And thanks for listening. And thanks for downloading. And we'll talk to you again on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Peace out.